Hi, my name is Bimiro. I'm very glad to bring to you another episode of the world. I pray that as you listen, that the Spirit of God will speak to your heart and make this peace a blessing unto you and many other souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, so we live in a world of gratification. I've been thinking about that lately. The root cause of every, or let me say, the root cause of most evil in the world today is born out of desire. Men have desires. We all have desires. Desires for wealth, desire for sexual experiences, desire for power, desire for success. And the sad thing is that some people would do absolutely anything to see their desires fulfilled. You just need to turn in the news and see a lot of evil going on in the world today because of the desires of men. We have racial tensions because some some men want to feel superior to members of another race. It's a desire, a desire for superiority. You see, a whole lot of evil going on in the world today. But God wants us as Christians to purge our desires, to bring our desires under subjection to His will. I'm not saying it's not right for us to have desires. Of course, it is. It is right for us to have desires. But our desires should remain within the frame of uprightness and godly morality. It should be. Because you don't have to cheat because you don't have to cheat before you succeed. You don't have to go outside marriage or rape people for sexual experiences. You don't have to be dubious to get wealthy. You don't have to kill to clinch power. When you look at these desires, when you look at the world today, you look at the body of Christ, only a few Christians are even willing to deny themselves. But here is a word from Jesus in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. We want to do one thing while we we leave the other. We want to take up our baggages and follow Jesus just because it feels good to be called Christians 
but we don't want to deny ourselves which actually is the first thing we should do jesus said to them he said deny yourselves take up your cross and follow me you know i feel good when someone asks me oh what religion do you practice and you're like oh i practice christianity you know that isn't all what god wants from us he doesn't want us to become nominal christians he wants us to be a follower and we cannot be true followers until we deny ourselves following christ is impossible without denying self there is a story in matthew chapter 8 verse 21 to 22 when a man came to jesus and he said jesus i want to follow you but first off let me go and bury my dad and jesus said to him follow me let the people who are dead bury their own dead let them bury their dead that's crazy right that's the cost of following jesus denying self it's not an easy thing to do it is a narrow way it is an unpopular way but only men who stand out of the crowd make true disciples of Christ only men who stand out who hold up their hands are fit for the kingdom we have stories about men in the scriptures who stood up for God who stood out of the crowd and who became true disciples of God who made true disciples of Christ the first example i'm going to share with you is daniel daniel was a man who denied himself from taking the king's portion that is quite interesting it is not easy to be in the midst of your of your friends and uh, you tell yourself no i'm not going to do this because that was what daniel did they were all given commandments you know to be fed by the king's portion but daniel proposed himself he proposed in his heart not to defile himself for the king's portion another example is joseph things were going good for joseph in the house of potiphar And the time came where Potiphar's wife was planning or was making plans to sleep with Joseph. In our world today, it would have been an access to what uh, to the belongings of Potiphar, you know, having something to do with the master's wife. But Joseph denied himself. Joseph would rather be in prison than to do what Potiphar's wife wanted him to do. 
Another example is Abraham. He would ask me, how did Abraham deny himself? In the book of Genesis chapter 14 verse 21 to 23, the king of Sodom told Abraham to take the spoils of the war. But Abraham replied him and said, I'm not going to take any of these things lest you say that you have made Abraham rich. That is, I don't need your wealth to become wealthy. The God who has called me is able to bless me. How many of us can speak those words? And the master of all, our home savior Jesus Christ, demonstrated how to deny self. In the book of Matthew chapter 4, during the temptation, Satan came to him on the mountain and showed Jesus Christ the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, you see these old kingdoms? They are beautiful, aren't they? I'm sure Jesus Christ nodded, yes. The things of this world are beautiful. The things of this world are attractive. They draw me closer. They draw you closer. And Satan said to Jesus, you see how beautiful they are? If you are going to bow down to me, I'm going to give them to you. And Jesus Christ rebuked him. I can say Jesus Christ meant I would rather not have these things than bow down to you. I would rather remain poor than bow down to you. And I'm going to ask you this moment, are you bowing down to Satan because you want the things of this world? Are you bowing down to Satan because of wealth, because of sex, because of power, because of success? Know that these things are bad, but are you getting them in a way that God doesn't want? The three Hebrew boys, they were told to bow down to the king's graven image. They said, we would rather not bow down. We would rather die than bow down to this graven image. And yet I'm asking you, are you bowing down to this world? Are you bowing down to the systems of this world? Just to get the things of the world. Think about it. Meditate on it. Because as a follower of Christ, as a true follower, as a true disciple of Jesus Christ, you are meant to deny yourself. You are meant to hold back on your desires in order to fulfill your calling of being a believer. In conclusion, let us read from Matthew chapter 7 verse 13. And again... These were the words of Jesus. 
in verse 13, he admonishes us and says, Go in through the narrow door. Note that. He says, Go in through the narrow door. The door is wide and the road is easy that leads to hell. Many people are going through that door. And I put it to you this moment that things that are popular in the world today, the ways that are popular in this world today are the ways of destruction. And Christ is telling us, do not go in that door. Though it seems like a lot of people are going through it, it seems like the most acceptable thing. But it is going to be destructive at the end of the day. Don't go in that door. That is what verse 13 says. Don't go in. Yeah, you may see a lot of people are doing that thing. But you're not meant to do it. Because if you do it, it may destroy you. No, it's not even a may. It will destroy you. In verse 14. But the door is narrow. And the road is hard. And that leads to life that lasts forever. Few people are finding it. Jesus Christ is telling you and I that you see this other door. It seems like a lot of people are not going through it. It seems like it's not widely accepted by your politicians, by the Congress, by your religion. You know, it's not mostly acceptable in your society but that is the right way go in it narrow is the way that leads to life it is not the most popular way God's ways are not popular but if we are to find life we should go in them I pray that as you meditate on these scriptures and as you give yourselves to the will of God that God will open your eyes and shine his light on your heart to deny yourself, to help you follow after him and serve him and him alone. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.